Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. I'm Michael Anderson. Today we have the CEO of a successful startup from Santa Barbara joining us in our feature interview. That is Max Drucker of Carpe Data. It's a treat to have him on the program and we hope to make the next 30 minutes a very good investment of your time. Today's show is brought to you by Geico Local Office, car and homeowners insurance for the 805. You could save up to 15%. Call 805-487-7847. GEICO Local Office. Michael Anderson is the CEO and Chief Investment Officer at Maranatha Financial. Due to industry regulations, he will not discuss any of Maranatha's investments on this program. All opinions expressed by participants on this program are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Maranatha Financial or its affiliates. For more information, visit Maranatha.com. It's time for Big Money in the 805 with your host, Michael Anderson. Michael always works in his client's best interest when it comes to their financial life and future. To reach Michael, go to Maranatha.com. And now, here's your host for Big Money, Michael Anderson. Welcome to the program. This is Big Money in the 805, and I'm Michael Anderson. We start today's show with our feature interview. We have talked about how the startup economy in the 805 is growing, and we have a great history of success here in Ventura County and Santa Barbara County. There's a number of startups going on. So today we have Max Drucker as our feature interview. He's the CEO of Carpe Data, and he's had numerous successful startups. His headquarters for Carpe Data is in Santa Barbara. This show is going to be directly put on our podcast after it airs. You can check out all of the Big Money in the 805 shows on your phone with a podcast app. I've heard from numerous people that they listen while they take the dogs for a walk or they listen while they're at the gym or they'll download it and listen while they're on a flight or traveling in the car. The great thing about the podcast is that it's free and it's on demand, so you can get it whenever you want. You just search Big Money in the 805 to subscribe to your podcast app. I'm your host today, Greg Monarosa, filling in for my good friend, Mike Anderson. I'm one of the founders and community manager at Cal Lutheran University Center for Entrepreneurship, Hub 101 in the Conejo Valley. Uh, we help entrepreneurial community create, launch, and grow scalable companies. You can visit us at hub101.la for more information. Our guest today, I'm really excited, is a serial entrepreneur and Santa Barbara resident, Max Drucker. As co-founder and CEO of Carpet Data, Max leads in the business development and execution of the business. Prior to Carpet Data, Max co-founded Social Intelligence, a social media background screening company. Max also co-founded Steel Card, which focused on creating web-based applications for insurance companies, which was sold to ChoicePoint in 2006. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us, Max. Welcome to the show. You're very welcome. I'm looking forward to it. Enlighten our audience. What is Carpe Data? Carpe Data is a next-generation data company for insurance carriers. We leverage uh, social media, online content, and many other forms of alternative uh, data uh, for insurance-specific use cases. And that spans from underwriting um, and claims, and we serve both... um, First lines insurance and uh, commercial uh, lines insurance, as well as we have some products for life and disability as well. Nice. So people in the insurance insurance industry should reach out to you guys for help and support on what they're up to. Uh, yeah, we we work prim- primarily with um, carriers directly. Nice. So you guys recently closed a huge round of funding. Congratulations on that. 
uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, $6.6 million. So what type of prep work goes into raising that much capital? Um, it, it really was uh, qu- quite a long road. Um, we talked to uh, over 80 different investors uh, before finding um, our, right, our right investor, that, uh, which was uh, Aqualine, when, when we did. Um, and uh, it, it took many meetings and, and lots of refinement of, of, of our pitch, um, as well as demonstrating some you know, real traction in the market which we um, have done in working with carriers directly that uh, got them to move forward. That's awesome. So once you lock in, once you know who you want your investor to be, how long does the process take till the money's in the bank? I've I've heard it happening as quickly as three months. Um, I think uh, for us, it was about, it was almost six uh, months from uh, the time from our first meeting to the deal finally being closed. But I, I think in general, it's a three to four month process. That's awesome. So um, when did you realize that entrepreneurship was going to be a way of life for you? You've co-founded several awesome companies. Um, well, I, I began my career actually working for Apple um, in the Silicon Valley. And um, I was there for about a year and I, and I got recruited into being, becoming a part of actually the, the first online insurance company. Uh, that was called eCoverage, and that was in uh, 97. And um, that was very much a uh, startup.com 1.0 era. And it was a lot of fun. And, and uh, while eCoverage wasn't successful, it, it enabled me to get the experience of understanding what it was to be part of a, a startup. And uh, since then, I've you know, been um, an entrepreneur. Love it. So how'd you fund your first venture? Well, so for, for e, e-coverage, um, I was part of the team and so, um, uh, that, that had uh, raised money. And so um, the initial founder of, of e-coverage uh, had relationships with SoftBank and E-Trade and, and, and RE and other venture capital investors and, and had, had been able to raise that money for that company. And uh, I, I was very fortunate to um, be along for, for the ride. Um, the, the first company that I, I founded myself, which was uh, Steel Card, and that was in 2001, um, we were able to actually bootstrap that company, and, and we were able to sign up a, a large insurance customer, and um, that enabled us to really build the, build the company with basically customer revenue. Oh, so that we got love very it. lucky in that, in that regard. Right. So now how important have mentors and advisors been to you along your road? I mean, I think I think it's really critical to spend as much time as you can with people that have done this before, because there are a lot of things about the process that are repeatable, and everybody, uh, you know, things like fundraising is, you know, there's a lot of nuance and very different case by case. But uh, on balance, uh, what what investors are looking for is pretty straight straightforward, and and that applies towards board meetings, that uh, applies towards management and so um i've been very fortunate and i've been able and i spend uh, a lot of time with mentors and, and and people over the years to help make these decisions that's awesome so i'm hearing build a team and um get customers before you go out there and raise any capital well i mean obviously it's a lot easier said than done and, and you know so much depends so much depends on on the kind of business and 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 if you you know it's obviously very difficult to get a customer if you don't necessarily even have a product 
in this case, for, for, for us, for uh, Carpe Data, we needed a lot more money than, than we'd be able to uh, uh, bootstrap together to be able to, to build the kind of technology that's necessary for the scale that we're, we're building towards. And so it really was a conscious decision of understanding, look, we need to raise external capital in order to really build something that we expect to be very, very big. Because I think if you, you may be leaving opportunity on the table if you, if you don't actually spend or raise enough money to, to really build that company. Right. So it, again, it's a, it's a very tough balance. I bet. I work with a lot of startups myself, and um, burn rate is a word that you just hear daily coming out of these founders' mouths as far as managing their money and making sure that they don't run out of it because uh, that could be detrimental. So now, what are some of your favorite startups in the region? There, there, there are so many um, good companies here, here in Santa Barbara. I really like companies like HG Data. I think what those guys are, are doing is great. Um, Impact Radius is a uh, a great company. Obviously, Procore has uh, done a lot for uh, the area and, and grown um, so quickly. And and I think the the validation of Procore has brought in other external uh, venture capital investors to the area. Uh, when when we first were talking to investors three or four years ago, there was a, always this question of Santa Barbara. Well, that's not a real place to build a company. <laughs> and I think the the massive success of Procore and several of the other companies in town has really changed that, that, that insight. Now we're seeing a lot of uh, outside uh, venture capital investors come into Santa Barbara and meet with companies. Oh, well, everyone's definitely keeping an eye on Santa Barbara. Some really cool things happening over there with co-working spaces and programs popping up all over the region. Um, it's nice to see a startup community come together like it has up in Santa Barbara. You guys are very fortunate to have community leaders up there like you do. So now let's get personal. So what do you do when you're not working? I, I have four kids. So that's that, 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 that's a that's a place to start. Um, but I work a lot and travel a lot, and uh, it's pretty consuming. But it's really what what I uh, really enjoy doing and find the work very very satisfying. And building a company and working with my team and and, and being in Santa Barbara is a very uh, satisfying and rewarding phase uh, that that I'm in. And that's what you know, ki- kids and lots of work. <laughs> right. So your hashtag is never not working. Never know. Yeah, four kids, four kids at four different schools. Oh wow, uh, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, that's busy. So now, what are you listening yeah. to in your car? Are you listening to podcasts, music? Yeah, I listen to some podcasts, but yeah, generally uh, I listen to uh, music. I uh, just saw the XX at the Santa Barbara Bowl, which was great. And Depeche Mode at the Bowl was great. So those are those are bands too with some frequency. Nice. Now, on a side note, I think I found a picture of you with DJ AM. <laughs> which is pretty cool to see, um, total legacy DJ here in the States. So yeah, I see that music is a part of your life. That's amazing. Where'd you find that? Oh, uh, I was stalking you on Facebook or Instagram or something and came across the picture, which was pretty I got cool. It. Yeah, yeah, quite he, a guy. Yeah, he played my 35th birthday party. Oh man, you're an animal. Well, make sure I'm on your list for your next birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, well, I actually went to junior high school with him in LA. Where'd you go to high school? West LA. Nice, nice. Um, and, I went, and so, uh, uh, go on. Oh, no, I went to John Burroughs Middle School and then Hollywood High out in LA. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, what drove you to Santa Barbara? When people always ask me that question, I, I was like, look around and say, yes, right? You know, <laughs> I think Santa Barbara's paradise. I think, I think no better place in the world. And, and it's just purely lifestyle. No. Uh, I, I had the very, uh, uh, rare opportunity to pick anywhere on the map where I wanted to live when I was starting Steelcard, 
uh, I literally chose Santa Barbara and knew almost nobody here. And um, we moved down here and really built our life here. And I've been here now for 17 years. I love it. So what are some of your favorite restaurants up in Santa Barbara? Love the Olio Pizzeria. Love Trattoria Vittoria is great. Arigato is, is, of course, an absolute favorite. Right. You, I mean, Santa Barbara's becoming a destination for good food and, and just a great time. So you and your team are fortunate to be in a region that you are. So uh, how would you describe yourself in one word, Max? Describe myself in one, in one, in, in one word, huh? Right. Um, that personalized plate, what goes on that for a guy like Max? My, my actual license plate is personalized, and, and it is Carpe.io, <laughs> Carpe.io. I did do the vanity plate, right. but, uh, you know, I'd say uh, energetic. Um, I'm, I'm a very high-energy person, and I think that that, that that comes out. So I would describe myself as high-energy. I love it. So what advice would you give an overwhelmed entrepreneur? Advice to the overwhelmed entrepreneur is, is most certainly you got to keep at it. you got to keep at it. And, yes. and it, you know, it's cliche, and everybody says you need to fail once before you can succeed. I think that that is maybe a little bit of an oversimplification, but, but we all fail, and we all learn from that. And so keep plugging at it. Fail and then succeed. I love it. So um, what's next for you, Max, for our last question here with you today? Oh, just building this company and uh, a tremendous and, and, and huge, great being a great success story for Santa Barbara. I love it. And I, and I went on your website and saw that you guys are hiring for so far our listeners out there. Um, please check out carpe.io, C-A-R-P-E.io for more information on what Max and his awesome team are doing. Or you can follow Max on Twitter at Max Drucker, D-R-U-C-K-E-R. Thanks again, Max, for being a part of the show on News Talk 1590 KV. T-A. Um, I'm definitely excited for your growth. Say hi to Navjut over at your office. He's a good friend of mine. I absolutely, uh, I will. Uh, Navjut's uh, great. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a really um, helpful and uh, important member of our team. Well, I got to wrap things up and head down to Startup Weekend taking place today in the Conejo Valley at Sports Academy. Um, you can keep up with me, Greg Monterosa, on Twitter and Instagram at Greg Metro. November 15th, join us at Hub 101 for entrepreneur speaker series with special guest ginger zumeda shout out to our amazing startup community leaders like 805 startups startup heroes mike panessis the team over at the calderton university school of management and rc makes max you're a legend cheers to your continued success thanks for taking the time to hang out with us today uh, thank you Now it's time for the Nonprofit Spotlight with your host, Michael Anderson, on Big Money in the 805. Nonprofit Spotlight. Here's a local group we want you to know about. Nonprofit Spotlight. Today's Spotlight is brought to you by Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. Our guest today is Ashley Bautista of the Ventura Police Community Foundation. Their website is VenturaPoliceFoundation.org. Ashley, thanks for being on the program. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. Really appreciate this. Ashley, tell us about the Ventura Police Foundation. What do you guys do? Okay, so the Ventura Police Community Foundation supports the police department as well as community programs that help at-risk youth. And the programs that are supported, not only the police department, but the police foundation, include after-school programs for over 510 students 
In addition to 80 students at West Park, our annual PAL golf tournament, which has been going on for 20 years now, directly supports all of those after-school programs. We also offer opportunities for officers to go on outings with at-risk youth from various programs throughout the city um, to Dodger games and to different um, entertainment venues. And it's just a really great opportunity for these young folks to really get to know our officers and have mentors through our officers. That's great. And I know you have different uh, programs that you do with youth programs and community programs and public safety programs. Can you share us a little more details on a few of those? Yes. So um, just to take a step back, I manage the public affairs of the Ventura Police Department. And through my capacity with civic engagement for the police department, I come alongside the foundation and we look for different opportunities within the community that really need our support. So one of those things was to support the police department with equipment. And so just recently we wrapped up a We've Got Your Back Vest campaign. And so unfortunately last year there were over 60 police officers that were killed in the line of duty throughout the country. And so these specialized ballistic vests are used during critical incidents. So our officers are already equipped with regular um, bulletproof vests, but these vests can withstand rifle fire. And so it was so incredible to go out in the community and work with the foundation to have businesses and families and community members really believe in our officers and say, yeah, we've got your back. So we were able to equip our officers with over 70 vests. So that's an officer for a vest for almost every officer. So that was our most successful campaign recently. So we have different projects throughout the year that we look at a need and then we fill that need. We recently completed the soft interview room at the police department. Unfortunately, uh, victims come to the police department in their time of need and the room just didn't have any warmth to it. And so we got together with community members and painted it and added toys and electronics and different things that would be comforting for a child or an adult victim um, in our community. So that are just some examples of how the foundation is supporting both community and the police department. That's great. You can learn more about the Ventura Police Community Foundation online. Their website is VenturaPoliceFoundation.org. Get ready to take some notes. It's time for the two-minute drill with Michael Anderson on Big Money in the 805. Two-Minute Drill. Grab a piece of paper and a pencil. It's time for today's Two-Minute Drill, brought to you by Spanish Hills Country Club. Taste the elegance. Golf, athletic, and social memberships. Visit SpanishHillsCC.com or call Cindy, 805-388-5000. Let's talk about investments, and let's review a major mistake people have made in the past. Have you heard about investor psychology's cycle? Now, have you ever noticed how the market goes up and people start talking about it more and they want to buy and they want to get in? Now, we've seen this time and time before. Their caution turns into confidence and then enthusiasm. Now, they feel like they're missing out and they have a stronger conviction that they need to buy. So this phenomenon is called the investor psychology cycle. As, mo- as the market goes up, our emotions change, and we see that other people have made gains, and we want to be a part of that too. So eventually, we buy into the market, and at some point, we see a downturn in the market. The prices come back down, and at first, we're indifferent about the losses, but that turns into denial, maybe eventually fear, and then into panic. And this is often when people sell out and take their losses. So if you've ever lost money in the market, you can relate to this. You know, and you've seen this cycle before. It's played its course many, many times before, and it will repeat itself many, many times again. 
So now let's discuss this. How do we break that cycle? We don't want to buy high and sell low. So what can we learn from the investor psychology cycle? Well, there's three things. Number one, consider analyzing where the current cycle is. That's really important when you making uh when you're making an investment. Number two, consider the emotions you'll feel when the value drops dramatically. Number three, ask yourself if now is the right time or if it would be prudent to wait for a better entry point. The best thing you can do is be aware of being aware. Understanding the investor psychology cycle is the first step to breaking the cycle. If you want additional help with these investment decisions, I recommend speaking with a fee-only financial advisor. You can go to napfa.org. Or you can connect with me directly. I'd be happy to talk with you. Look me up online at marinantha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Or leave me a message at 805-665-3767. You're tuned in to Big Money in the 805 with Michael Anderson. Now it's time for Michael to go to the mailbag and answer some questions from listeners. Mailbag, we answer your questions from listeners about money and financial matters. Brought to you by AllocationLink.com, investment management that is low cost, smart, and accessible by all. Learn more at AllocationLink.com. And we start off with Karen from Thousand Oaks. Karen says, I'm looking for a sounding board. I want to know if my investments are working okay. Can you look at it and give me some ideas? Hi, Karen. Uh, yeah, definitely a sounding board is always a good idea. And I recommend kind of finding someone, a fee-only financial advisor that will be able to take a look at your whole situation, try to describe things to you that you don't understand with regards to your investments and also where you're headed and have a discussion about where you want to go. And if, if what you have with your investments is putting you on track for where you're trying to go. I find a lot of people are often confused about what they have. They're not sure if it's taking them where they want to go. They just kind of have something they don't understand that well. So it's good to have a second opinion. It's good to get a sounding board. And I, I recommend napfa.org. Next, we go to Joseph from Camarillo. Joseph says, I'm retired and I have a pension. I don't need income. I'm wondering if I should have my old 401k or IRA money in CDs or in the market. Boy, this is a great question as well, Joseph. So being retired, having a pension that covers your expenses, that's ideal. So not a lot of people have that anymore these days. But when we're at retirement, we're most concerned with, do we have enough income to pay for our lifestyle? Do we have enough income coming in regularly from somewhere to pay for the things that we want to do? If you have that, you're set. If you don't have that, well, that's what the retirement assets are trying to do. And so in your case, you already have that set. So you can maybe in some ways afford to be more conservative. You don't need to make a lot of money with your investments. You can put those in CDs and just be very comfortable with where they're at. You might have the absolute opposite perspective as well and say, hey, I don't need this money. It's okay if I invest some of it and I'm trying to have growth. And if it goes down, I can ride the market cycle out for a longer term. So they call that a barbell strategy, somewhere that's ultra conservative and on the other side, some that's more aggressive maybe than normal. So you can look at some form of a barbell strategy if that makes sense for you. Good luck. And finally, Lynn from Ventura. Many investment books say, pay yourself first. How do I do that? How do I get started? Well, Lynn, the thing I always share with people is you want to make it automatic. You want to make it something that happens regularly and you're saving so that when they say pay yourself first, 
That's what they're talking about. Find a way to pull some money out and put it somewhere else automatically uh, every month. That's paying yourself first. That money, regardless of your situation, that's going there and you're saving money and it's accruing over time. So the easiest way, obviously, if you, if you have a 401k, you can do that by having the 401k be contributed into that. If you don't have a 401k, you might go to allocationlink.com and you might just set up an account that's $50 a month being money put away out of your checking or savings into this vehicle that will hold it and invest it. So automatic is what you want with regards to paying yourself first. Good luck with that. And if you have a question for the mailbag, you can go online to marinantha.com to submit that question. Hi, this is Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. I've dedicated the past 12 years to researching different investment ideas. There are no guarantees when investing, but with a little help, you can find the right approach. I have built AllocationLink.com specifically for you. AllocationLink.com is investment management made simple, smart, and low cost. AllocationLink.com can have your account set up in less than 10 minutes. You don't need to have a million dollars. You don't need to have $100,000. You can get started with as little as $250 today. The secret to investing is regular contributions and giving it time to grow. Please check out my website online. I think it will be a great resource for you. AllocationLink.com is investment management that is smart, low cost, and automatic. Please visit AllocationLink.com to learn more. Or you can leave me a message at 805 665 3767. That does it for our show today. Be sure to stick around and listen to our new program, Inside the 805. That's coming right up. Thanks for tuning in and check us out on iTunes, Big Money in the 805. All previous shows are also on Maranatha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Special thanks to the Ventura Police Foundation and Carpe Data for being on the program today. If you have questions about the show or questions about your financial matters, you can always contact me online at Maranatha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Or leave a message on my answering service. That's 805-665-3767. Have a great week and join us again next time. Do you ever question if your investments are right for you? Do you own any annuities, retirement accounts, or have other money you want help with? Have you ever wondered what your advisor is making or how they get paid? Get a free second opinion. Talk with Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. Call his answering service today, 805-665-3767. Leave a message and get a call back immediately, 805-665-3767, or visit him online, maranatha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Michael Anderson is local and fiduciary. No commissions, no gimmicks. Call and leave a message today, 805-665-3767.